Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading Morning Star from Beginning to End. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with number 26, chapter 2, part 3, pages 59 and 60. St. John Chrysostom, explaining the words of Job, writes, The holy man controlled his eyes because he knew that it is hard, if not impossible, to look at women without disturbing oneself. This is his writing against concupiscence. There is an example given by St. John Chrysostom to convince people of the great need to control their eyes. If a sick man is tempted to eat something harmful to his health, but restrains himself instead, he avoids the negative effect of consuming this dish and recovers faster. On the other hand, if he succumbs to this temptation, he will make his illness worse and even may place himself in danger of death or the need to undergo a longer and stricter treatment. All of this could be avoided if only he would dismiss the temptation immediately. Something similar happens to a man who longs to look at a woman, says St. John Chrysostom. If he resists the urge, he will avoid many troubles and temptations, as well as a great harm resulting from fixation of the mind. If he does not restrain his desire, he will either trigger his spiritual death or internal struggle and suffering. Since it is much easier and safer to always control our eyes, we should thank God for this admonition. To those who think themselves immune to temptations and therefore not needing St. John Chrysostom's teachings, he says, some will probably say that, in the face of so many other concerns, they do not think that merely looking at women could possibly be harmful to them. Do not believe them. Even St. Paul, gazing with the eyes of his soul at the third heaven, was not free from rebelling against the Spirit and had to mortify his flesh so that the Holy Spirit could dwell in him again. Other saints did likewise to curb their desires by night-long prayers, fasting, and mortification of their bodies with silices and floggings. Therefore, how can an ordinary man who indulges his palate, who leads a comfortable and prosperous life, who is unprotected by prayer and penance, resist being led into temptation and withstand his desires in the company of women when gazing at and conversing with them. If such a man is found, he should be deemed made of stone, not of human flesh. That's from that same writing. By this statement, St. John Chrysostom revealed the error of those who believe themselves capable of gazing unreservedly at anybody without having their desires roused. They believe so not because they are truly free from desires, but because they are blinded by frequently succumbing to the desires and their long-lasting bondage. They no longer experience any struggle between the body and the spirit, for when there is no resisting the carnal desires, there is no struggle, and therefore no victory and no reward for conquering them. Likewise, when an army commander makes peace with his enemy, he gains the latter's gratitude, but his nation's monarch suffers detriment. Such a commander desires a reprimand instead of praise, shame instead of victory, and punishment instead of a reward. All that has been said about men equally applies to women. 
they ought to refrain themselves even more from recklessly looking at men, since a much greater modesty is expected of them. Addressing women, St. Augustine writes, As your eyes look at somebody, don't let them be riveted at that person. Don't say that you are modest by nature when your eyes are shameless. A shameless eye is a sign of a shameless heart. That's from his epistle number 109. Even if we were wrong in stating that controlling your eyes ensures safety of the soul and fortifies your neighbor by good example, it is still true that controlling your eyes is in itself the evidence of virtue. Man gladly looks at pleasant things because he is curious of them by nature. When he forgoes that pleasure for the sake of God, he wins a victory and performs an act of mortification, which is most pleasing to God and greatly rewarded by him. A person who mortifies his body by fasting, discipline, and a strict way of life advances greatly in virtue. In the same way as a person who refrains from indulging his senses, for the sake of the Lord. In this next part of the chapter, Venerable Casimir quotes St. John Chrysostom, who teaches that men can be thrown off spiritually by staring at a woman with lust. The woman becomes an object in his eyes. This is not how God wants relations between people to be. A, A husband and a wife have a respect for each other's dignity. He quotes St. John Chrysostom, who teaches through an analogy. Just as a sick person has to avoid certain foods, in the same way we must avoid the temptation to look at someone with lust. Our task is to control our eyes with God's help. St. Paul wrote of mortifying the flesh so as to resist temptations. We need prayer and penance to protect ourselves in the spiritual battle which is constantly raging around us. Those who no longer struggle against temptations and easily and quickly give in to them are not the best judges of their own capacity and ability to resist temptations. Surrender is not the way to victory. Casimir teaches that his lessons apply equally to all of us, men and women. We can grow in virtue if we deny ourselves through fasting, discipline, and ascetical practices. We can't indulge our senses in every situation if we want to grow in holiness. If you would like to receive a venerable servant of God, Kazmir Vyshinsky prayer card, visit shopmercy.org. Now let's pray for his beatification and intercession. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. O God, joy of the saints, make us glad by raising to the honors of the altar your faithful servant, Kazmir, and grant us the zeal to imitate him on our way to holiness. Amen. O God, merciful Father, in the heart of your servant Casimir, you aroused such a great zeal for accomplishing corporal and spiritual deeds of mercy. Deign to grant to us, through his intercession, the grace for which we implore you.
Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. It is recommended that this prayer, recited for a particular intention, be complemented by confession and Holy Communion. Please send news about any cure or other graces received from God through the intercession of Father Kazmir Vyshinsky, requests for biographies and prayers, as well as any other correspondence to the following address. Vice Postulator of the Marian Causes of Canonization, Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, to Prospect Hill Road, Stockbridge, Massachusetts, 01262. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit DivineMercyPlus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's DivineMercyPlus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.